Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. IRL UK, the podcast. Um, we are the podcast obsessed with real life stories. So we've got a bit of a special show for you this week. Uh, we have decided, so Rhiannon and Anna, your normal yo, yo, presenters yo, 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 yo. are here. In the place. And what we decided it might be fun is to bring a real life, real life journalist <gasps> in uh, to the show. That's IRL, IRL. IRL, 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 IRL. Um, so the, story, the stories we like to cover are people who like, you know, sleep with members of their family, uh, eat horrible things, marry yeah. inanimate objects. Do weird stuff to and each the, other. Yeah, and the lady we've got in today, instead of reading out stories that we've found in the press, we are going to talk to her about the stories that she's actually done. So she's here now. Hello. <laughs> she's a re- this is Laura. She's a real, real-life reporter. It's wild. And um, we should mention um, little baby Oren. Little baby Oren. Hello. Hello. <laughs> he's, he's, how many months is... Uh, and his finger puppet. Yeah. And his yeah. Finger- how many months is Oren? Five months. Five months old Oren is in the studio. It's his. Uh, it's his. It's his debut. This is very exciting. So if you do hear any gurgling or funny um, body noises, for once <laughs> yeah. it actually won't be me, possibly. Yeah, and if we have to stop, we will stop because Oren is the most important. He's absolutely he adorable. Boss. He's quite. He's quite happy at the moment, playing with he's some, some little finger puppets. He wants his headphones. Yeah. So Oren is Laura's baby. I don't think. I think I made that clear. I don't know if anyone knows Just what's had going on. A random on. baby in the I'll studio. I'll be honest. We're we're. Taken aback by the excitement of having a baby and Laura here, so please be patient with us. We just kidnapped. We we found this baby (laughs) and we love him. We're going to make him our own. Amazing. So we just wanted to speak to somebody who's actually done real life stories. So, Laura, how long have you been in the real life story business? Too long. (laughs) Five and a half years. Amazing. You must have seen some things, I believe. Yeah. We're going to get into that more in a bit. But oh, exciting stuff. Yeah. and is it diff- how is it different from other jobs? I think it's very different from any job you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. But I think after a while you kind of become a bit mm. resilient to any of the stories that you hear. You kind of, mm. well, you think that you've heard one, you've heard them all, but then they just get weirder and weirder. <laughs> yeah. and to the point where they just lose all shock factors, so you don't, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, do you worry that sometimes something mad and weird is happening in your own life and you don't realise that it's illegal or immoral and you're just doing it and you just don't know because your moral com- compass is all, all askew? I do, yeah. I do wonder about my moral compass. I'm not suggesting you But I think that was always a bit skewed. So yeah. Maybe I sh- it's just led me further down the wrong track. I mean, I should say I am friends with Laura, IRL. <laughs> in real life and uh, so she always was a bit strange <laughs> oh and I'd like to take the mickey out of her accent the racism is already creeping in <laughs> this is unbelievable well, oh, so, it's and, impossible but do you think your personality is suited do you think you have to be a certain type of person to deal with the kind of sp- stories you're dealing with every day yeah even just to carry out the interviews Yeah, I think you wouldn't be able to if you weren't a bit open-minded helps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's get straight in there. Like, have you got like, um, like a weirdest story? Is there anything when you were like, I can't believe? I'm I think that's. I think that's the thing because they're all so weird mm. that it comes to a point where 
you kind of have preferences to stories based on the tiny details mm. okay. that are just a personal thing that makes them. But you mentioned there, which was one of the stories that has always stuck with me, mm. was family members sleeping with each other. Yeah. Oh, I, love I don't them. know if you remember the um, Richard Finlayson story. The guy who slept with his sister. No, please tell us. Please tell us. The guy who slept with his sister and was caught on CCTV. (gasps) This story on Scotland. On the train At a train station. (laughs) So gross. And wasn't it for like 20 quid or something? Well, that was, yeah, apparently he'd given her, he was, they were caught on CCTV in the lift having sex. They left the lift, then went back into the lift for sex a second time. And then he handed her 20 quid at the end of it. (gasps) Um, but this yeah, they were mess. they were caught and they were uh, reported and done for oh for incest. Goodness. Why so do it twice? Like just try. Like I'm not saying try incest. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe try it once, and then surely it's not for everyone or anyone. <laughs> well, obviously they blamed no. each other then afterwards. Oh, That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So what was that. the whole thing? Like why did they say they'd done it? Like why? Oh, I don't think there is an explanation for that, is right. there? there can't I don't think be. you can have an explanation for sleeping with your brother. Oh. Or sister. Sorry, Oren. Oh, right. so this is not very child friendly. No, I know. No, I keep going to swear and then thinking, oh, I mustn't, I mustn't. Are we at the stage where he too could... Young, no, too he's young, not too young. Too young, okay, fine, I'll carry on. Did you have to interview We'd, them? I can't, I think that one was done as, because we do a mix of first person and third person. Uh-huh. I think that one is one you're not very likely to... I think the mum did speak out um, in the end. Um, oh, God, okay. Yeah, the mum spoke out, but... Oh. Were they You're full? obviously not going to get either yeah. him or her. But my favourite thing about this story was the photograph that was going around of him. I think it was after he left the court and he was um, photographed. Right. With not a very attractive guy. Sure. Quite cross-eyed. Um, it can happen, yeah. But buck, buck teeth. Obviously. Um, Sounds hot. Because he was probably inbred too, Laura. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but him and his sister looked a lot alike. Yeah. Um, but good. there was a picture of him, like, I think it was running from the court with his hood mm. up and with a can of lager <laughs> in his hand. Uh. <gasps> Um, but that picture in our office, we just we printed out that picture and it was stuck up everywhere. I feel like that could make a nice computer desktop. No, oh, at one yeah. point it was I'm being used up. as the wrapping paper for anybody's um, office <gasps> birthday gift. Was oh my god, I'm going to look it up. Richard Finlayson. So we can definitely we can definitely tweet that picture, can't we? Because oh, I'm keen and yeah. mustard I've to get involved with that. I found a picture of um, is it James Corbin? Is that his name? Running down the street. What? You know who presents that American show now? Oh, James Corden, yeah. Corden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a picture of him running down the street with his hood up and he looks remarkably <laughs> like him. No. I'll send it to you. It's like, yeah. I feel like he won't want to hear that, but I think it's important that he does. So do you think, what's your theory in this? Do you think, A, like he was paying her because she was an unwilling victim or that, you know, he's so ugly that he couldn't date anybody but his sister? I mean, what are your or thoughts? Or do you think it was just I, a friendly thing thoughts? of, it, let me lend my sister 20 quid after boning her twice in the lifts? Yeah. Get Might have not been connected. They both blamed alcohol. And we've all done crazy <gasps> things with alcohol, but you I'll know. tell you what, I've oh, literally never done Oh, so they said it was that. like a first and last Sleeping time. Sleeping with your sibling is a. Uh, um, I, I can't so. remember what they claimed, but oh. you know, you do wonder. Oh my do goodness! Wonder. I mean, we've all drunk a lot of booze, but yeah. that is honestly nothing that's happened <laughs> that to myself. Has never happened. Thank God. Thank God disgusting. for my mother, because that would be very stressful for the whole family. <laughs> let's be honest. That'd be a tricky said, Christmas. They both said the other one had suggested it, of course. Ooh, of course. Yeah, because that's what I always find weird about stuff like this, is like, who is the first person that's like, yeah. so, uh, yeah, how do you get into that situation? Yep. What, and how does that come up? In a train station. No? Oh. That's got a I was going to say premeditated, but I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, if you're into fetishes, that's a huge fetish, boning your sister in a lift. (laughs) (laughs) There's literally nothing worse than train station lifts as well. Oh, they stink. They stink of urine. Yeah. 
And they've already gone one. They normally go from platform to full. It's not a long way. So what are you doing all that time? Disgusting. And they were young as well. They were like only like I think she was seventeen or eighteen, and he was like early twenties. I think they were young. Yeah. Jesus. Grief. Um, I particularly remember you messaging me once saying that um, a mother and daughter had contacted you. Um, obviously, this this couple got caught out and they went to yeah. court. You said oh, a couple, a mother and daughter, that. had contacted you to say they wanted to tell their story about how they were in a lesbian incestuous relationship. Do you know what? This is how weird the world of a true life journalist is. Yeah, that you forget stories like that. I mean, oh that's a shocking story, but I'd forgotten about that because you know, because just one sort of one story rolls into another. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, we had a similar story like a few weeks ago, didn't we? The mum and daughter that did porn together. Yes. But which it wasn't as bad because in a way you think, well, at least they're getting paid for it and they actually technically don't ever <laughs> fuck each other. No. Uh, but it's very not cool in my no. eyes. But that, I feel like oh. so many things are bad about this. And the main thing is like, why do they want to tell you this? Why do they want to tell you these stories? That's what so you I need remember, to know. I remember that story now. Okay. I remember that now. That was when we were doing a whole series of, well, we'd done a few of them of a thing called genetic sexual attraction. Have you ever heard of that? Isn't that when you you don't see a member of your... Like, you uh, don't see a member of your family for a while, like, you're adopted or you just move, and then you... You get you meet each other and it's like oh my god it's so fun I've met mm. my dad and then it's like oh my god I'm gonna f- have sex with my dad <laughs> yeah it's like that sentence. weird confusion of I think it's like, that confusion of the love involved oh. right and that was th- what that situation was so they hadn't mm. grown she hadn't grown up with her mom yeah and okay. then they were back in touch that's <gasps> a big thing though I've read a lot yeah, of we've, stories we've about it it's one of my favourite stories on that yeah. type of thing um and can I ask what I think Anna was asking is that we're quite interested in is why do these people do it it's not just for money is it because they no. don't get loads of money I don't, we probably can't talk about how much money they get um, but well, that even varies yeah. yeah that's not no that's not the main we're not talking buy a house we're talking maybe go to Spain yeah buy yeah. a lager for yeah. your sister yeah so why do you think people want <laughs> getting back to Richard <laughs> I'm never get letting her, that get drop. her drunk again <laughs> 20 quid you oh, get oh I can get her so drunk 15 times <laughs> um, so why do you think people want to tell their story um to magazines and papers I think it's kind of like a form of counselling I think a lot of the time people do it to kind of get something off their chest or to kind of feel like like say with that genetic sexual attraction Mm. obviously if you're going through that it's quite a confusing thing to go through Yeah. so I think it can maybe normalise a lot of what's gone on in people's lives to share that story Mm. um so people, yeah, there's quite a variety of reasons, but... Um, Do you think sometimes they want to be famous or important for a while? Because that's what I always think about Jeremy Carl, because I just, whenever I'm watching oh that, God. and I'm actually banned from watching it in our house uh, <laughs> at the moment, but if, whenever I manage to sneakily watch it, I just always think, why are you drawing attention to yourself? Like... Why do you want to draw attention to the fact that you're an asshole or your brother's a dick or like everyone's doing these weird things like this? Yeah. So I just don't get it, but I'm just assuming they just quite like being put up in a hotel for a night or they just want to be on telly and everyone like having a camera on them. So do you think it is there any chance it could be a bit of like, oh, I'm important for a certain amount of time? Do you know what? I've never, in all the time I've been doing it, I've never interviewed somebody and got that sense from them that they've done it for the attention. Mm. Oh, right. I think people do it more when they can't understand a situation themselves Aww. and it sort of helps them to understand their situation oh, to talk to somebody about it and yeah. see it in print. And yeah. yeah, That is really interesting because I would never have thought of that at all. I'd have just 
always that's just um, uh, that's all right that's Oren basically I have um, a phone which we call the sassy phone because it has um, a chain attached to it's it it's basically and a little quilted handbag I know isn't it? yeah he's and using I, it as a teething toy right now it's fine I know Oren is a big is that fan of that Siri? phone so he just turned Siri on so hi from Siri also. Siri can't help us right now unfortunately yeah. it tells us but, um, um, yeah so I did never ever no. assumed it was any kind of counselling or just wanting to get it off your chest I just think I just always assume people want to feel important or be famous which yeah. is but that's now I feel really sad about it <laughs> do you have you ever interviewed anybody who's been in love with or married to an inanimate object mm, i haven't i'm trying mm. to think if i've come across any in the one time. of our best stories ever was uh the man who um had sex with a post box that has been a real that's been that, a hit on social media people oh, are going bananas for that yeah so i just i just don't know like just wonder if you had any insight into that at all. I feel like having sex with an inanimate object almost makes more sense than marrying it because at least you're. Would you rather have sex with an inanimate object or with your brother? And that is the kind of sick mind I was telling you about, ladies wow, and gentlemen. Wow, I've got to tell you because you're a mother now. I really wasn't expecting that from you, and I and I have no. I obviously would pick the inanimate object, but for a minute I wasn't sure whether to answer or not because yeah. I thought I'd be judged either way. Yeah, fine. Uh, do you have a favourite type of story? So, like, if we're saying like genetic sexual attractions, one type, or people who've been betrayed, or whatever. Like, what what's your favourite yeah. type of story? The ones that I find strange as well, because they're not the kind of, they're odd, but in terms of the odd ones Mm. you can get, they're probably not the most sensational. But what I find interesting are the people who like lie for no reason, like the ones, the cancer fakers, (gasps) or the ones who like, just just tell the most ridiculous lies that they're obviously going to get caught out when I get one woman who Mm. lied about being pregnant and and having cancer she told him she was both pregnant and had cancer no. told you and this and he kind of got, told her partner oh right sorry okay um who then married her because he thought she was dying of cancer so hurried the wedding forward and oh everything my God. but you kind of think you were going to get found out how yeah. long can you fake she said she was pregnant with twins <gasps> like, just might as well, well though yeah. i'm not being funny like <laughs> might as well the the lies just got bigger and bigger and you go but you are going to be found out yeah. you can't get away with that you've got a couple of months max before you need to start looking yeah. pregnant insane and you just wonder hell? what they think how they think it's all going just to end just keep putting it off mm. oh, i'll tell him tonight oh, i'll tell him tonight i've accidentally lied to him for the last three months yeah and the cancer fakers were you know we i've did one of a dad who like sat down with his kids and was like, Daddy's going to be a star in the sky and <gasps> preparing them for what was coming and it was all fabricated. No. That is so depressing. Yeah. I can't when he got found oh. out he did it, he did a runner. Was yeah. that from some of them are for money though, aren't they? Some but you think some of them are just pure attention. No, insane. no, see I'd understand that. there's yeah. a lot of them, you know, people who fake having cancer and then they set up, you know, fundraising things. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. Because yeah, yeah. there's money involved. Yeah. But the ones I've done there's been nothing, no, no gain. Oh, no. God. They've just maybe that's that's, that's maybe they're attention the attention or something. Yeah. God, that's yeah. so depressing. I know, oh, Orin, it's I a know. disaster. It's horrendous. We can't Orin. bear it either. I know, I know. God, that's horrid, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's really. I'm hot. really stressed. <laughs> I'm on edge. Um, do you? Does it far, Does it affect your psychological welfare? You know, do you go home and forget about these crazy people? Or it's probably been quite a gradual thing that I. Mm. Oh, <laughs> He's fine now. Don't know what happened there. He's seen something he likes. He's seen a pen really or something. Noise. Then, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <I> sp- <laughs> that is literally normally me after I've had my lunch too quickly. Oh. 
it's probably such a, a gradual gradual decline in my yeah. mental state that I haven't really noticed over the years. Yeah. Oh, it's not nice, is it, Oren? Not nice. Um, I know you particularly um, did quite a lot of stories about those ladies that kind of go out to countries such as Turkey and stuff and oh, yeah. find themselves toy boys. I mean, this we haven't done those in a while. I think there was just so many. We did so many that it kind of... I just it died I just, off a little. Yeah, bit. I, but I, I've seen I, they still keep turning up on like the Mail and Loan stuff, yeah. and I just cannot understand. Not to be horrible, and yet there are probably what four or five cases mm. in the history of this happening where maybe that young twenty-year-old waiter called Stavros yeah. has fancied Jill from Dundee, <laughs> who's seventy-eight. Yeah. But like, let's be honest, realistically. Like, just use your brain. Yeah, yeah. Stavros ain't interested. <laughs> those, those I understand, though. I can understand those stories. Because even, you know, even young girls, I'm sure we all have a friend or someone that mm. we know who has created some fictitious relationship yeah. with someone, you know, someone that they fancy or someone that they imagine the situation is more than yeah. than it is. And I do think with with women, that there, that is quite a common thing that, like, a lot of people do... Um, to kind of fall into that situation. Um, so with with those stories, I can understand because I think yeah. there's a lot of vulnerability usually. Yeah. Um, I guess um, they just want it to be true, don't they? they so you're they right. They convince you themselves. Just, yeah. They find some way to believe, to believe it's true. Oh, man. Oh, Oren, I'm so sorry. This is all very upsetting, isn't it? <laughs> He's hungry. Right, we are going to take a little pause <laughs> while little baby O gets a feed. We'll be back with more stuff with IRL UK podcast. Hello, we are back. It's IRL UK. It's a very special show. We've got Laura, who works at a real-life magazine, talking us through real-life stories. And uh, we also have her lovely little son, Oren, uh, um, who was just a bit hungry there. So we took a break. We took it's not... a quick five minutes. I think that's like against the law as well to make children work. For, for long... more than one minute. Yeah. Yeah, fine. So I think that he needed to have his lunch, and that is fine. I feel better for having a break as well. I feel, like, refreshed. I did some stretching and just sort of did my voice. <laughs> exercises so I feel good again love stretching oh we should say any pictures or anything we talk about in the show we will tweet um, at IRL underscore UK underscore podcast how does it go Anna? IRL underscore UK underscore podcast very good thank you thanks Rhiannon we're on Instagram too Anyway, so in the break, while Oren was having some lunch, we were very rudely talking while he was eating. Um, and Laura was talking about some more of her favourite type of stories. So first up, let's talk about some love rats. Do you th- Was a lot of your time taken up by love rats? Yeah, they're a, yeah. Big, a big portion of the real life, <laughs> real life industry. Yeah. What have been some of your worst love rats? Um, again, it all comes down to the detail of them. Right. Like... <laughs> Um, one I did was right, two couples mm. and there was something going on between the husband in one and the wife in the other. <gasps> right. Um, but the two women in the situation were both named Claire. <gasps> um, so one of the husbands, whenever they, the two Claire's would be getting ready to go out together on a you know, night out mm. and the husband would come in and be like, oh, you look lovely, Claire. And his the wife cheating would say, husband. The cheating husband right. would say, you look lovely, Claire. And then his wife would say, oh, thank you. And he'd be like, not you, the other Claire. <gasps> what no. the hell? Just go with it. Just yeah. be like, oh, yeah, no, I meant you totally. What the um, hell? I can't remember if that one involved a lot of the... There's certain things that we look for, like like I said, the, the detail. Mm. So 
if it kind of involves a sort of cheating on a caravanning holiday yeah. or like some elements <laughs> like that. That would be really I helpful. Just, I don't know why, but that just makes it... Oh, I mean, what happened on this caravanning holiday? I, in that situation... feels specific, this one, doesn't it? I'm yeah, interested. Well, anyway, they got found out and they're cheating, mm. but the other the Claire whose husband is this all happening on a caravanning holiday the four there was a caravanning holiday involved but it all sort of it was going on for a while and then it sort of all built up over Christmas right and I think it was Christmas Eve or New Year's I can't remember which when it all sort of came out right and the Claire but it had a happy ending because the Claire who had been cheated on got with the husband Classic. The other one. Yeah, so they ditched and switched, basically. I love oh. stuff like that. That's, that's another another thing we like is the ditch and switch. Ditch and switch. Saga. So explain a ditch and switch. Ditch and that switch. is just always where... Usually that sort of involves where if somebody has... Mm. Um, is with... is There's a married couple, but then the husband maybe decides that he's... realises that he's gay. Right. dumps the wife for a man or... The other way around. Sure. Yeah. That's interesting. And do those people tend to come to you and say, I want to talk about this? Or do you have, tell us about the process. Do you, how do you find a lot of these people? Well, obviously, if you've had somebody cheat on you, you've been wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a strong desire to tell the world. Shame that, (gasps) shame that other person. Yeah. Um, while also getting off, you know, your chest, what you've, what the trauma that you've been through. Sure. Yeah. Did you have any stories where um, you would do the story and someone would come back and like be like, you have misrepresented my truth and, you know, it wasn't my mum I fancied, it was my auntie or whatever. That's an extreme example. Well, to try and avoid that, we, we give a read back. It's okay. just easier. Yeah. We let them know what's going in. Because it is people's, you know, yeah. true life Fair stories. Enough. We yeah. need them to be to be happy with you know yeah that's been told as it was and obviously me and anna have built a whole show on kind of really horribly laughing at people yes and mostly the people that have done things wrong to be fair yeah and um i just wondered like in the office are you always quite like straight about things and quite like no this is someone's life i'm gonna respect it well hang on a minute can we just remind everyone that (laughs) laura and everyone in her office made wrapping paper out of (laughs) The guy who shagged his his sister on the train platform. So I, I feel like maybe you would yeah. get a real kick out of it. Is but... there like gallows humour? There is, but like I said, we've become so you know if somebody if somebody else came into the office mm. and we were you know talking between us about the stories that we're we're, we're yeah. doing, they mm. would be like, oh my god. But we we're, we're doing it day in day out, so yeah. it kind of loses its impact. It loses its shock factor. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever want it to lose the shock factor for <laughs> no. me. I'm worried. I'm being very specific here. Any any like Christmas stories or bad Santas? Oh, I mean, bad, bad, bad Santas. Rudolph. Bad no, what? Rudolph. Yeah, this so is wild. There was. Um, Listen to this one, Oren. You're going to enjoy it. <laughs> if this guy had, um, you know, cheated on his wife or girlfriend, mm. um, but she got she got very good revenge because she had some pictures of him with his uh, little red pants on and his antlers. <gasps> yeah. With the slung out? Um, no, that was oh, okay. in, but <laughs> bulging. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was quite quite good. What did she do with them? Just pictures. send them in to you? She, well, I think she sent in the pictures and we were like, yep. We'll take that. We'll have that one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so she just contacted you said, my boyfriend's cheated on me and I want you to publish these pictures. Warren. Whoa. It's chewing my shoulder off. Oh, Warren. That's yeah, all right, that's buddy. Rattle. 
Um, yeah, with those sort of ones, people are quite keen. But the difficult thing is mm. getting the right of reply from the other person involved. Because mm-hmm. oh. we've got to get their side as well. Oh, so did he? Did you speak to this guy? Or? Um, again, these are kind of going back yeah. over over a few years. Don't worry so about it. The details. I mean, it went are... in the magazine, so he kind of maybe he was proud of it. You did say bulging, so yeah. <laughs> sounds like a compliment to me. I don't know. And. <laughs> Anna, do you think you would like to work at Real Life magazine after speaking well, to Laura? I felt like I did, but now I'm worried that I, c- I couldn't bear not constantly going, oh my God, wow, no yeah. way. Like, I feel sad that you would come to me and say, oh yeah, so I got this story about this guy who like cut his own penis off and then put it up his ass," <laughs> And I would just find that totally normal. I mean, yeah. that I don't know if that's ever... That, it's the that's escalation extreme. as well. They've got to kind of, once you've done a story, it's like, we've done that, what's new, what's new? Yeah. Everything's got to have another... What a, bit, element. a bit more to it each time. What do you think is your most extreme story? It's one that was done before I was oh, Warren. before I was there in the true life business. Oh. Was one of a, a a guy who had actually raped his mother. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Um, so he was. I think he was on drugs at the time. Oh. But he, she'd forgiven him. Oh. Yeah. What? So he was so oh. high on drugs that he didn't know that he was it was his mum or that he didn't care that it was his mum well I think that was debatable as to you know how how aware he was or he wasn't god that's horrible I, I literally don't think I've ever heard that story before no. Oren is totally upset oh. about that one is he alright there oh, oh buddy dear. oh buddy oh this is very this is like a nice respite for people who have kids <laughs> listening to all us. those parents that have just put your kids to nap and you yeah. can just listen to this relaxingly <laughs> I think it's oh, poor old baby oh. Oh, oh, dear. We're just rocking like this. Oh, dear. And I think just very quickly, because I don't want to keep you too much longer, because he's. I think he's a bit tired. Um, you were saying as well to us that you had a lot of sperm donor stories. Yep. So what, like, what would they involve? They've kind of become more and more popular. Really? Actually, I think they've kind of become almost quite acceptable now right so when we first started started um doing them because we we started doing those years ago mm. um they were very um it was very kind of oh my god who would go and look online on a random website and you know get i feel like that is just a thing sperm. now isn't it? but that is just a thing now so that's kind of what i was saying about how things sort of not escalate but how things sort yeah. of change and mm. um yeah because i bet there must have been stories that were done like probably before your time that nowadays it would literally just be like that isn't even a story yeah you kind of wonder where it's gonna go yeah Mm. because there's been so many other extreme stories that that nowadays would just be so boring it would you know wouldn't even make the magazine or something yeah um i did one on a um lesbian couple who both got pregnant by the the same sperm donor on purpose or yeah well they both wanted to try and both both fell pregnant so that's pretty smart. That's pretty smart. Get it out of the way. Get it done. Yep. Yeah. What do you think, Oren? Do now you're a mum, do you think you would look at real life stories differently or do you still think they're funny? <laughs> Probably because <laughs> <laughs> Um I don't oh I don't maybe one's kind of like concerning children and things yeah. that yeah. I would look at differently. And they're a bit dark. We don't like those kind of ones. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. There's there's funny ones and then there's sad ones and then there's mm. just quite a whole spectrum of... Yeah. 
And what do you think? Can you think whatever gave you the biggest laugh while working? Does something ever happen and you were like, I cannot believe that? Uh, just Richard Finlayson's <laughs> face. <laughs> Running down that street with a I can of really lager. I honestly cannot wait to Google that. Yeah, that has got to happen. Right, well, I think we might wrap it up there because I think Oren has been an absolute star. His first, his first, yeah, he agrees. His mm-hmm. first ever radio performance. Fantastic work. Uh, we will be doing a normal IRL next, do not fear. And thank you so much, Laura, for coming in. Thank you. I think we've learned a lot this week. Actually, I have, I, I have learned a lot. I have glimpsed inside the world that I am fascinated with. Um, follow us on at IRL underscore UK underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook as well, if you're in that area. Right. Do you want to say goodbye, Anna? Oh, goodbye, everybody. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Aaron. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.